you're listening to Sports and More with Chris and Tom. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Are you are you recording me? Oh man, I was just getting little. The boys are back in town. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Get us started because we are back. It's the guys with the faces for radio and the voices for a silent movie. Is that, that is that what you say? It's been a while, and I guess I am Tom. That makes me Tom. So, all right, you're so you're right. Hold on, right, I'm right there, and you're way over there somewhere. It's, it's hard to get the old directional thing on the screen, but the boys are back. We had a few weeks off just to uh, kind of recharge, and uh, you know we had some. Uh, life updates happened over the past few weeks. Um, had some time just to you know, spend with my wife and kids, and and really just relax. And I you know had some some busy busyness with work and all that. But uh, I mean, Chris, you've had the real. You've had quite a month, really. It's it's been it's been an entertaining time for you. You, you acquired it or you purchased? <laughs> How did you come to acquire it? Did you did you meet an old wizard on the on a uh, back trail and uh, complete a quest? And this was your <laughs> what was this Dragon Age acquisition or? <laughs> yeah, right. Not what you were expecting. <laughs> I mean, FaceTime was, would only be a slight drop in quality from our current state, but you know, I know, I know we try to get the highest, uh, highest production that we can out for the folks at home, but yeah. So Chris, you are a homeowner. Welcome to the homeowner life. And, uh, just for, for a little something for you to look forward to, I had to have my water heater fixed by a professional, uh, last week and that cost almost $300. So welcome to the party. <laughs> That that's the difference between the, the apartment life and the homeowner life is is now you it's all on you. You can't just call the super, call the the, the office for for them to take send out maintenance. Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully not too much uh, goes on because you said you, it's uh, relatively recently within the past few years been updated. So hopefully that's that's pretty good, man. For updates anyway, you shouldn't have anything going on too major. Um, but congrats. Hey, she'll last. You, you, you can sure that up a little, little bit of. I'm sure you can fix that. A little bit of Yahoo construction, but <laughs> was it, or 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 what do we call that? Redneck engineering. <laughs> Hey, at least it ain't PVC pipe. We'll just say that. <laughs> so you step up from that. But anyway, we've got uh, we've got quite the episode for you guys. Uh, and uh, thus far, I mean, you've heard about our personal life updates and kind of what's been going on the past few weeks. Um, but we have some NFL free agency mayhem to catch you up on. And later on in the episode, we're also 
going to talk about the MLB situation because there have been some updates there and, and, and some things to talk about for the season. And then at the very end of the episode, stick around for the end because we'll have an update regarding a new type of episode going to YouTube exclusively in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. Oh, so much has happened. This is a whirlwind there. I am being pulled in all sorts of directions, man. Wow. So, I mean, it's no news that Russell Wilson wanted out of Seattle. It was just a matter of where he was going to go and how much that landing place was going to have to give up to get him. And, I mean, they threw everything but the kitchen sink uh, into Seattle to get him into uh, Denver. I'm sure that that's on the plane there, too. So, uh, I mean, it, it's, it seems like quite the banner deal to, to get him to Denver. So, yeah, I mean, he's going to be wearing the orange and blue come uh, this summer uh, for preseason. Exactly. Exactly. Could be, could be. Think so? All right, let's let's talk about how wrong Schefter has been. He has been awful. Like, just he is he is no longer he, he hasn't been a credible source for a while. But this was just evidence of that. It's like he jumped the gun before Aaron Rodgers made the announcement himself, just so Schefter could get his. He hadn't even signed it. It was like a week later that he signed it. Um, but Schefter had to have his moment, a uh, little time to shine there. Um, and but then it came out the terms were completely different than what, what Schefter had announced. So if you are currently using Adam Schefter as a source for your NFL news, unfollow, block, whatever, he is not credible. It, you might as well be getting your news from Babylon B for Sports World. Like that's, I mean, not, not to say anything negative about Babylon B, but it is a, it is a, um, sat a satirical website. For, so like that's, that's more or less what, what uh, Adam Schefter is at this point is, you get it. You get what the the story is from his perspective, and you know that it's wrong. It's just a matter of how wrong and how ridiculous it is. Anyway, sorry. That, there's my Schefter rant. So. Yes. And Aaron Rodgers, right? <laughs> Exactly.
Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not really not really sure. It, it depends on what they do with those first and second round picks. Um, if they do something, get get a big name, get another uh, weapon for Rodgers to use, then it could be to their advantage. If it ends up uh, that they, they waste the pick, then, you know, it that's obviously not going to help them get closer to that, that ring within that three-year timeline. Because you have to imagine at the end of this three years, He's got to be getting close to done or really wanting to get out of there. Um, pulling a true Aaron or a true uh, Tom Brady and, and going elsewhere, uh, heading down to Florida, heading out to California for his retirement village. Um, but uh, I mean, the, the Packers could also use some, some O-line help. So uh, it, it really depends on, on what they, they go with. They could go wide out and try to replace Devontae Adams in some fashion or you can't divide, you can't replace them, but you can try, and you, you can get a, a young gun who's um, energetic and has uh, some speed. But that's all you can really hope for. Devontae Adams, there's a reason that they tried to pay, place a franchise tag on him, is he's that good. Um, but uh, they they have an aging O line that they need to start replacing too. So uh, as does as do most teams uh, in the league. But you're seeing a lot of injuries occur within that Packers uh, O line. So that's another area that they could maybe use those picks for. I mean, we'll see in about a month's time. Right, and so is uh, Valdez Scantling. He's a bear. He's a bear now too. So, no, he got signed like two weeks ago before Adams left. So Lazard is Lazard's really the only surviving whiteup that got significant time and is recognizable from last year. So no, because that because that pass catcher was Adams. Lazard was uh, creating plays for Adams. Yeah. Yep. That's all it is. And we're seeing a lot of that to spread out the cap um, and clear up some cap space is, uh, you know, dead years on the end of the contract just to um, be able to afford more players now and really utilize the, the shorter term of the contract that they might have those superstars. <clears throat> they can't do too many of them. Yeah, I, I think you have you have problem with, problems with accounting. That's what you have problems with. Somebody did not consult the payroll team before they started making deals. Yeah.
Trigger. I mean, it's it's crazy to see numbers like this that, you know, we previously hadn't really thought too much about having these dead year contracts. Now, all of a sudden, we've got lots of major stuff happening and a lot of cap space being spread out because of large contracts from years prior really catching up. And like you said, the bill comes due. Well, some of those bills are coming due now. And so now they got to do something to spread things out for future um, teams or current teams and, 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 you know, saving the finances for future teams. But man, it's, it's just wild to see like, you know, 10, 10 years ago, we, we didn't really see it too much of this, like, Hey, we're going to sign you to a uh, three-year contract, but we're going to pay you over five. You didn't see a whole lot of that. Now, now we're seeing it more. I mean, uh, I'm, this almost to, to me not quite to that same degree, but we, we got shades of Bobby Bonilla, who last played in 2001, 2002, and he's going to get paid out through 20, 2032, I think. Or 20, is it 20, 2025, 2030, uh, something like that? But and he's getting a million dollars a year because of uh, just the deal that they made and some investments that they made, whatever it was. But we'll get, we'll do a whole story on that another time. Uh, maybe on Bobby Bonilla Day. But uh, this has shades of that where it's like, hey, we're going to pay you beyond your playing years. That's crazy. It's crazy to me. It's nothing. That's nothing. Right. Yeah. And, and he just signed a $230 million contract to pay for those civil lawsuits. Which, which makes sense, yeah.
He does not. So he'll he'll probably get a slap on the wrist and nothing more, um, or a, a few game suspension um, early in the year, if anything. But I I mean it it also depends on how long uh, these civil lawsuits lawsuits um, get stretched out for. I mean if they keep going through the season, I I imagine Goodell would probably wait until the uh, decision on those cases. If, if those cases uh, go against uh, Deshaun Watson, then he, you know, that's it. That's going to determine the severity of the suspension. If they don't, I could honestly see Goodell letting this slide. If there's nothing that comes out of those lawsuits, just because of the Goodell that we have seen in recent years. What, what, what does not make me happy though, is was it Calvin Ridley that just got suspended for the year? For uh, for betting betting on DraftKings or something last year, and then which obviously you can't do, but just think about that. That Deshaun Watson with 22 civil lawsuits and uh, at the time still had pending criminal charges um, could could go off scot free and be playing every game this season. No suspension. Calvin Ridley, um, you know, bets on DraftKings can't play a, a down. Talking about. You know, sexual assault and harassment charges uh, against, uh, you know, betting a few bucks on DraftKings. Now, I probably bet a lot more than a few bucks, but uh, to me, I just, I, 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 yeah, to me, I think there's just some inconsistencies. I'm not going to get into a whole thing, but like we've seen a whole lot of this domestic issues from players in the past that have gotten two games, five games, six games, um, or no suspension. And then now all of a sudden, um, you know, this is where, and yes, betting on games is, is a big deal, but you, you have to, um, you have to also consider the severity of actions that are actually harmful to other people um, and, and not just betting on games. So I'm not going to go off on, I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox here, but that, that was my whole issue with the whole suspension there is like you're automatically one season when we've seen, you know, guys like, uh, Ray Rice and others who have had, uh, you know, serious incidents and very minimal consequences on the field. That that's what I'm going off of is is you know how uh, how far apart those punishments are. And I know that we're supposed to be talking about like uh, free agency stuff, but man, the the Deshaun Watson thing could just could slide. Ridley's out for the year. We've seen other things just kind of get pushed to the wayside. I don't like where this is uh, where this is going. I don't like where um, Roger Goodell could be going with this because I could seriously see him letting Deshaun Watson go with, with no penalty whatsoever, and and that doesn't sit well with me. I agree. Yeah, not a good look. But what is a good look for the league is a soon-to-be 45-year-old quarterback by the name of Tom Brady, retired and unretired. On February 1st, after a week-long rumor started by uh, now, now, I was going to say non-disgraced, he's totally disgraced, disgraced reporter Adam Schefter, Tom Brady announced his retirement from football. After two months, on March 13th, Tom Brady announced he would return to the Bucks. Uh, yeah, month and a half, six weeks. Um, he said two months in his in his own uh, post, though. So I mean, right, right. But <laughs> that just shows, like, Adam Schefter, for one, stole Tom Brady's thunder when he was going to announce his retirement, 
And then now this is Tom Brady just giving the big old middle finger to Adam Schefter and everyone else in the sports world that called it. Like, you know what? I'm going to come back and I'm going to win. I'm not ready to sit in the stands anymore. It was almost his exact words. Is, there will come a time when I can sit in the stands and, and that's going to be my role, but uh, uh, not ready for that yet. Good for him, man. If you got it, keep flaunting it. Oh, yeah. Clearly does not suck. He did, yeah. It was um, last last week of February, I think, was the last time we recorded. Actually did, yeah. <laughs> so I, I know, I, and, and once once we kind of talked about it and talked about the effect on the cap space and everything, it, it does make sense from that perspective and how much we were getting out of Khalil Mack really wasn't living up to the original hype a few years ago. So I get it. I get it now. I see the, I see the full picture, but at the time I was like ready to pull my hair out. It was not, uh, not, not a pretty couple of minutes when I saw that. I, I just kind of like slumped into my, my hands and I was just like, they're giving up. But then I saw the whole picture. I'm like, you know what? They're tr they are giving up, but they're trying to also set up, you know, for future, you know, potential. So 
They're, they're giving up in the short term. They're giving up in the short term. Yeah. We got baseball. It is back. Yay. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, we can get excited, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the MLB Owners and MLB Players Association agreed to a new CBA on the 10th of March of this year, 2022. Um, the season starts April 7th. Uh, it'll still be a 162-game season. It's just going to be a delayed start. Normally, we're what, uh, last uh, last week of March, last couple of weeks of March. So we're a week behind, a week behind. Um, so uh, not terrible, but it does uh, does shorten that spring training time uh, uh, quite a bit. And so um, there have been some new changes. What are those changes? The DH will be used in the NL starting this season. It'll be a universal DH. <sighs> I go back and forth on that one, man. I mean, we've talked about the re the, the the real league, real baseball in the NL. Um, you know, hashtag pitchers who rake. Um, but I mean, that that was probably a, a small potatoes sort of decision uh, to to be on the same page on both sides. So, right. That so that was that was a small thing to agree on. The postseason has expanded to 12 teams, six in each league, and no game 163 for tiebreakers. So the wild card single elimination games are gone. They're replaced by – I did like those games. I like them. You know, single elimination, there's a lot of – everything's riding on it, but they're gone. So they are now replaced by two three-game series. Uh, which would be the number six seed at the number three seed and the number five seed at the number four in each league. So, absolutely, because now you don't have to uh, play a whole three game series um, to to start the postseason. So there, there's that you you get can get a little bit more longevity into the season, into the postseason from your players. So especially your you know, pitching rotation, that, that uh, tends to be kind of a fault line for a lot of teams. You know, they, they get burned out quickly as they play a lot of games really quickly into the postseason. So I can see that, uh, I, I, you know, I, that. I don't know about necessarily expanding um, hit or miss on that, but two, three game series, the, the one and two seeds, those are going to be even more highly coveted um, spots now. So you're going to see some major competition, even more so than prior years. Sometimes it's just, oh, you know, we know where our, where we're going to land. Let's just coast. No, going to be not going to be any coasting, man. You're, you're going to see three and four seeds uh, fighting for the, that two spot um, all the way to the end. Um, go ahead. It's all about the greenbacks. You know, you know the TV contract that they're going to get out of that. Huge, major. Uh, don't even, don't even judge my impression right there. That I wasn't even attempting. I'm also fighting a cold here. Um, another thing that another change to the league: players can only be optioned to the minors five times per season. So you can't just send dudes up and down and up and down. What was was there a limit before, or was this is this the first time they put a? Okay. So it's it's a lot less, but now also you got that that risk of a guy who's maybe borderline hits that fifth time and he's not coming back. So teams have to be strategic about who they send down and uh, come back up with. So that's, there's going to be a lot more strategic moves. You might get some minor leaguers um, getting some more opportunities because they don't want to uh, risk sending someone up and down too many times. They might just wait until you know said guy is is ready to uh, stick it out in the in the bigs. Um, and uh, maybe have some other smaller guys that are, are making moves more frequently, but you get one guy that uh, 
you're pulling up and down more more frequently. But again, you, you got to be careful about how often you you do that because you do that late in the season. You could be running up against that um, and and lose a guy that could actually make a difference on your your final roster. Yes, we might as well just call the MLB Stratego. Uh, you ever play that? You ever play that game? You ever play that game growing up? Yeah, they're, they're terribly difficult for me. I was, I don't know, I was just terrible at it. So, uh, but that's kind of what it feels like is you're going to have to be, you're going to have to be very strategic with how you wind your way through the season um, using your minor leaguers and, and sending them up and down if you choose to do so. Um, another change that happened, the draft lottery for the top six seeds will comprise all 18 non-playoff teams. Fantastic. Chris, yeah. Give me your take on that one, man. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because you can tell when those teams are just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm done. And then they, they get their picks. So um, now the three worst teams have a 16.5% chance of winning the number one uh, draft pick. Um, the final 12 teams will be replaced in an NFL style, um, which is how far they went in the play based on how far they went in the playoffs and the regular season record. So um, that's going to be, and, and that's by, by league, um, the, Final 12 teams by, by record. Okay. Yeah. Right, whatever. <laughs> okay, I got gotcha. you. So it's so it's going to be record and uh, you know how how far into the playoffs. Okay, all right, all right. Slightly less, not great, but slightly less stupid. So, all right. Well, I mean, I can I can live with I can live with that as a a draft system it's getting better um so again maybe there, there's obviously probably a more ideal state um for the draft lottery and the draft process but at least as far as new state for it to be in this is i, I think an improvement so um also something that is an improvement is higher minimum wages for minor league players their first contract now increases from fifty thousand fifty seven thousand two hundred dollars a year in 2022 to $63,600 a year in 2026. So there's some time in between there. Are there gradual updates in between there or is it just, um, okay, gotcha. Okay, I, I figured that's just, yeah, that's the gap. But I mean, it, it will grow just kind of like an annual raise works, um, but, it will, but it will work, yeah. Well, so are normal raises, so are normal raises, um, but, Wish I could say that, but I'm not going to get into that. Uh, but we've seen inflation of nearly nine percent this this past year. No. Right. Unless you're getting a, a, a unless you're unless you're getting a ten to twelve percent raise, um, which uh, doesn't doesn't happen for for everyone, unfortunately. But. Right, right. <laughs> um, uh, all along the same higher minimum wage, uh, second contract for minor leaguers. Uh, so that was just the first contract will increase, but the second contract will increase from one hundred and fourteen thousand one hundred dollars a year in twenty twenty two. Um, and will gradually make its way up to 
$100 a year in 2026. Again, that uh, gradual raise period over the next four years. Excuse me. Uh, players who finished uh, next change, I, I assume I'm trying to make uh, read the notes here. Yes, players who finish in the top two of the rookie of the year voting will receive a full year of service time um, in the MLB. Yeah, please do. Because this one was a little bit like I know it was a good thing. I, I just know it was a little bit more confusing to me. right so you get those guys that they're good enough but teams are trying to be strategic about their um about holding on to them longer before they become free agents uh yes yeah, service time manipulation and now that that makes more sense as you're explaining it we are, honestly folks we have not been in contact a whole lot we haven't actually We've, we've talked over the phone once in the past few weeks, so we haven't talked about a lot of this stuff uh, in, you know, in person or, or over the phone. Um, so now that you explain that, it makes a whole lot more sense than when I was trying to read up on it. Like, wait a minute. But I, I would like to see baseball is confusing. I would like to see it be that stacked um, service time. So that if he was up for and, and would have gotten credit for that whole year anyway. Um, then this is now a second year because obviously he was good enough that, you know, he got rookie of the year, top two of the rookie of the year. Uh, he, he should uh, be closer to free agency. And that's the, that's kind of the, the reward. But even if it's not for those guys that maybe they were only up for uh, 140 days, um, something like that. And now they're in the top two because they've made that big of an impact. They still get the benefit from it. Um, even if they didn't necessarily get the rookie of the year, if they're the runner up, they now get that benefit of service time because clearly they're good enough. They they can um, now be closer to that free agency. It may be potentially a big contract. So um, I, I do like this for young players. It's it's great. Um, second one, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It would. So let's see if uh, the MLB can get it right on that one. Um, next one, if a prospect uh, with less than six years of service was on the opening day roster and finishes top three in the rookie of the year or top five in the MVP or Cy Young, their team will receive an additional pick. So... All right, guys who are less than six years of MLB service, right? So not just minor leagues. They're they're right. So that like they're they're rookie contract essentially. Um, okay, okay, gotcha. Um, then and if they make the opening day roster and they um, are top three rookie of the year, top five ML MVP Cy Young, that I like that. That's a that's a beneficial thing because now um, you know teams have those uh, talented young guys that they want on their opening day roster. They know that they're going to make an impact. Um, now they have the chance for not only these guys to make an impact, but to go uh, toward earning that rookie of the year, those awards at the end of the season. If they do so, now they get the reward uh, on the, the back end of it as well for the next year. So I, I think that's a good move because it's rewarding both player and team.
yeah, it, that, it, it doesn't make to me that that was the big confusion point for me. Doesn't that make sense? It's like mid market, like it's freaking St. Louis. Like it's it's not like we're talking about you know Podunk, Iowa, or something like that. We're, we're talking about okay. Baseball needs to revisit that, but we're we're not going to go off on that tangent. But baseball needs to revisit the whole mid mid market um, issue because Oakland's practically LA. Just, just let's just call it LA. I mean, it's subsidiary. Yeah, that, that, that's that's ridiculous. It, there should not be a benefit. There should not be um, an incentive. For that. That, that, that just that just doesn't make sense. I, I mean, the, the poor franchise. That's no, we're, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. Um, banning the shift, increase the size of the bases and pitch clock will not be instituted until at least 2023. The competition committee, consisting of four active players and six people appointed by the MLB and one umpire, have made this decision and will oversee um, the implementation of these changes. Please discuss this because we've gone back and forth on the shift thing before, so we can talk about that. Size of the bases, we're not in Little League anymore. Um, and the pitch clock, uh, I have nothing to say about. be six and six and then have yeah or yeah 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 Right. And and we I think we had a whole thing on this a while back. I think last last baseball season. I I don't know. I've gone back and forth because I can I can I can rag on both the um, fielders and uh, the batters on this one. If you're if you're a hitter at the end of, and, and don't forget the pitchers too. Yes, pitchers are people too. Um, the uh, hitters, you are at the highest level of baseball. You should be able to spread the ball across the field. I'm looking at you, Anthony Rizzo. Um, but uh, <laughs> just 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 throw everyone like lined up right next to each other off of first base. That's just yeah, but that's right. And throw the catcher out there too because you know he's gonna hit it anyway. We don't need the catcher. Um, as a matter of fact, just throw the pitcher there too, and Rizzo could just kind of toss it up to himself, soft toss style, um, and hit right at him every time. But uh, okay, so hitters should be able to spread the ball around, at, or, or like you said, you know, you know, strategically bunt, place the ball. That's your job. Like you, you you've gotten to this point, uh, and and you've been able to hit the ball well. So clearly, you should be able to have the ability to do that in some way. Find a way to do it. Fielders, though, you do not need a shift to field the ball. Just because you know he's going to hit that that way, you can adjust. You can, uh, you know, pull pull the right fielder. We'll just stop talking. You pull the right fielder in a little bit so that he's uh, playing shallow. Maybe I don't know if you're expecting ground ball, line drive, that sort of thing. But you do not need four guys on one side of the field. You are also professional baseball players who can field the ball. Yeah, we're trying to give ourselves a better chance to field the ball. Great. Catch the damn ball. Excuse me. But like <laughs> you're, at the, you're at the highest level of baseball from both sides of it. You should be able to spread the ball from the plate and you should be able to field the ball um, from uh, the other side uh, when you're in the field. Like I personally, 
shouldn't be shift out there. I don't care that this is a that they're banning the shift. I didn't think we would have to get to the point where we would need to ban some sort of strategic play. I'm sad that we have gotten to that point, but honestly, it really did kind of get there. Like some of the shifts were a bit ridiculous. You're putting the the third baseman and shortstop on the the right side of the field with second baseman. That is a bit over the top. So that that that's my stance on it. Is like both sides just need to do better. Well, you're, you're rocking, rocking in your chair with a glass of iced tea on your front porch. <laughs> right. Right. You, you, you just shifted. You did not. It, you didn't transfer from one side and lopside the other side. Yeah. That, that, I, I know what you mean, man. I mean, that's that's how we grew up playing baseball. We didn't grow up saying, hey, you know, third baseman, go play first base over there for this guy and then just go back. It just that, – that, that didn't happen. That We didn't grow up that way. That, I get that people pl play it off like it's, that it's a strategic thing. It doesn't, doesn't have to be there. Just, just play the game. Just play the game. You know what? You're right. Grand, grand scheme of things, slightly larger base, whatever. I, I like to joke that, that, that we're going to see those. Did you ever have, grow up having like the orange first base, the safety base? That, that before, before, before we see that in the MLB, though. Oh, sure. Oh, I mean, sure, sure. Now, now as adults, we're like, oh yeah, why do we need that? But uh, that was the first thing that came to mind: is okay, we're we're making the base bases bigger. Well, are they going to put the safety base at first? But um, no, I, I I can I can understand it. Again, small potatoes. It's it's a small deal. The pitch clock. Right. I mean, right. That that also adds to the the inactivity of the game. I mean, there's, I mean, or or what what was drawing in attention is yeah, yeah, is it? We grew up watching you know three four hour games, um, be because there was you know guys hitting for contact. There was action every inning. I mean, or or not, or there's action consistently throughout the game. Where like you said, now it's it's drop your shoulder, swing for the fence. Eh, and all right, when it happens, that's exciting. But when 
when you're flying out every time or you're striking out or you're hitting little dinkers like that i get that's not exciting so this is just their knee-jerk reaction to uh making up a few seconds here and there so whatever grabbing gen z's uh, attention but uh, last thing that <laughs> oh that's a conversation for another day Last one that we will talk about, we are going to see a change in the luxury tax, excuse me, um, for 2022 through 2026. So the luxury tax, um, the, the, the soft salary cap um, is uh, in, in 2022, this year, $230 million. Next year in 2023, 233. The next year, 237. The next year, 241. And in 2026, it will be $244 million, yet there is not a salary floor. You can pay your players the minimum, minimum wage, and have no issues yet. You go over and uh, you, you pay out the wazoo. You, you pay the price if you go over. St. Louis. <laughs> they they get money and a pig. There's your there's your ROI. Uh, I want to have a serious conversation with the finance division of the MLB. This is so backwards. Not the not the salary cap and the luxury tax, but the mid mid market thing getting the benefit from it. Uh, anyway, It's it's so infuriating infuriating that you're out of words. Well said. Well said. You got to see a fired up Chris tonight. So fired up that he ran out of words.
and now and now they have to wait until 2026 correct to for the next negotiations so well we will we will see in that time what happens to the league uh how frustrating it will be now that we are going into it with this mindset but we'll also be able to see in 2026 maybe they maybe they'll get closer but they, it doesn't sound like they are are they're not going to come out on top they they have a history of losing players have a history of losing but uh speaking of losing our newest segment that we are going to bring it's not going to be a recurring segment but uh something that we are going to try we are going to do a separate youtube exclusive video um you laugh you lose dad joke edition between chris and tom and that is going to be fun i have been preparing for my entire life for this i have been a dad for over three years now and but i have been perfecting my craft for many many years prior to that so dad jokes are i might say my specialty Right, yours just just like okay, what? I was not expecting that. So you might just you might be throwing one in there. So we'll go over the rules when we get to doing that that episode. But we're trying that. We're gonna do like a shorter uh, video just for YouTube. That's gonna be kind of exclusive, uh, and then we're gonna we're gonna keep doing our audio podcast separate from that. But like we said, we're gonna try to record that maybe next week, maybe, maybe in the next couple of weeks. But you will get to see that on the Facebook page because it will be separate from our normal recording. So be on the lookout for that. And if you have some dad jokes that you want to be included in that episode, send them to the email, which will be in Chris's outro. Chris, hit him with the outro. I don't think we got I don't think we got any response to that too, which was kind of disappointing because I was proud of that one. Yeah, we, we want to keep things engaging and entertaining for you guys. And this is just the latest, um, you know, change in the process for us to figure that out. Uh, we've, we want to keep providing these longer ones because obviously we like talking for, on longer topics, but we also want to provide some entertaining, shorter, more consumable content on YouTube too. So be on the lookout for some of those things. If you have some ideas and if we get a lot of uh, enough traction with those ideas, then uh, we might just, they might just make it into the show. So um, uh, again, hit us up on that, in that email, which no one typically does. But uh, until we get all of that rolling, you can always still go to our anchor page, Spotify or Apple podcast, or YouTube uh, to download or watch this episode, any any future episodes that we create, including the short ones. Um, for those of you watching on YouTube, please click the like button below, hit uh, subscribe. And uh, if you are able to hit the notification bell, even though we're apparently children's content, then do that too. But you know where all the buttons are, they are around here. So um make sure that you don't miss our next next episode subscribe if you can and you will be one of the first to know We got lives, we got families, we got big things happening with our families, and we're approaching summer, which is vacation season. So it's not going to not happen again, but we're, we're here for, for the time being. Our next episode creation date is to be decided, so keep an eye on our Facebook page for an update regarding that. I'm going to post that this one will be going live soon, 
uh, tonight. So until that next episode goes live, as always, stay safe, stay healthy, and above all, stay free. Sports and more with Chris and Tom is brought to you by no one. All non-original thoughts and ideas were properly noted during each segment.